0: I'm coming out as a single Christian girl waiting for marriage. Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. When I began my abstinence celibacy journey decades ago, there weren't a lot of people on the bandwagon and there were some, of course, in the church world, you're assumed to be living that lifestyle, but there were many people that weren't. If you're growing up and going to school, you know, sex is a huge topic and a lot of people lost their virginity at young ages But there are more groups out here for people that are celibate and abstinent, people that have never had sex, and for those that have decided to now save themselves at a particular point in their life, whether it be for religious reasons or just a choice to do so. For me, I say it's a little bit of both. Definitely religious reasons started it, my faith. But seeing the implications and the ramifications of giving myself to someone... And some of the consequences, not only physical, but emotional as well. And even spiritual is the cause and reason for my journey. I am happy to see there are more people out here and there's more of a community built around this. People are changing their minds and their thoughts and their the ways that they think and deal with sex. So I think it's a beautiful thing. And I'm glad there's a community out here and it's a community that I'm looking forward to taking part of and taking part with even further as I reach this length journey of my life. It's been, like I said, decades and it's some things that I'm just learning about dating and love and relationships and walking in my celibacy and abstinence with pride and just being a stand up person in my heart in, in in the way that I approach the dating world. So all of those elements are really culminating for me now. And that's one reason why I started the single Christian girl series. A part of our CBiz media podcast is we're going to get more into these types of topics. We've already gotten into some, um, I had a life changing relationship for me that really opened my eyes to some things. Um, and Opened the doors to this possibility, and I really believe that God led me into this direction because of that relationship. But I really wanted to get into Tony Gaskins. He is a YouTuber that used to be out there, used to be a player. Now he talks to women and shares advice. He's happily married with children now, and he has advice for women in their dating lives and situations. So I wanted to talk about one of his episodes where he basically says, don't ask, don't tell. Basically, if you are living an abstinent or celibate lifestyle, don't tell your partner. So we're going to get into that. Is that a wise idea? Is that a good decision? This guy is very popular. A lot of people are following him and he's beloved. But I have a different opinion when it comes to that topic. Brag on it. Brag buttons represent your brand at special events for your business, your brand, anywhere and everywhere you go. Check us out at cbiztvmedia.com and click on the Brag tab. So Tony, I think he's thinking as a man and is trying to protect us ladies. And he is thinking, of course, like a man, which is important for us because we need to know the mindsets of men and the men that we're going to be dealing with. And he's been on both sides, a man that's been out there promiscuous and now a family man. So it's good to hear his perspective either way. But he's trying to protect us ladies, I think, and saying, just don't tell your partner. He doesn't need to know. Change the subject. Turn it on him and ask him about his sex life. That's some of the tips that he gave during that video. And I feel like if you're living that lifestyle, it's not something to hide. And he's not really saying hide it because of shame, but hide it so that the person won't take this information and try to challenge you or try to say, oh, now that I know this. I'm really going to try to tempt her out of giving herself up. So this is his main point of why you should, it should be a don't ask, don't tell type of situation. But I say that being a woman that's lived the abstinent celibate lifestyle, that this is not going to work for long And it may backfire on you. I've heard stories of people, of ladies, not really getting into those details and just getting caught up into the relationship. And early on, sex happens with them and it was not their intention. It was not a part of their plan, but they just get hot and heavy and passionate with this person. And the person kind of had their way with them, not knowing what her intentions were. And being in the heat of that moment, I could just imagine that, especially if you both are attracted to each other, it's hard to just stop and articulate, you know, hey, this is happening. To me, I feel like uh, no one should really push themselves on you to that degree where you can't stop it. But I do. I can't understand the fact that if you're attracted to that person, you guys are both attracted to each other and you're in the heat of the moment and things just might go too far. And I believe that that's a possibility. And I, again, I've heard the stories and I've tried to prevent that in my life with my dating life. Haven't had a huge dating life. Haven't had a huge number of guys in my life romantically, but from the experiences I've had, I don't I don't ask, don't tell in the beginning. And it depends on the nature of the relationship, depends on if it lasts, depends on if it's in the beginning. No, the beginning, I don't ask, don't tell. And I feel like that's really privileged information. And I think that's kind of what Tony was saying. You don't give your secrets away right away. You don't give everything away. And I've made the mistake of verbally telling too much and giving that away, though I feel I've done a better job of not giving my body away but at times I've given my secrets away I've given my thoughts away maybe too soon too early to people that have yet to have proven themselves so in that sense I agree but I think you have to feel the person out and the situation out and if the person is very physical with you and you notice that right off Then that person needs to know early on because they may get too carried away in the situation. If you find yourself highly attracted to them and you have these feelings, you may need to do it soon as well. Knowing you have to know yourself. Basically, can I handle this? Is this too much? Am I too tempted in this area? But for me, I mean, everyone, I think, should have their own stance. And again, like I said, know yourself. But for me, early on, no. That's too personal and too intimate. And we may not even make it past the first or second date. We may not even have good conversation connections to that degree for me. Like we have to get a nice conversation going, warm up to each other, have a decent connection. Okay. where we continue, at least we want to continue to talk, even if it's not a straight up love connection right away, we want to at least continue to talk and keep the conversation going. We start talking about romantic things and boyfriend and girlfriend things then we're already in that area. It's We're curious about it. We may want to go further. This is the time when, okay, you mention your stance and how you feel. Because if you don't, it's like walking into the lion's den. Literally, because you're fresh meat. And if they feel like you're like any other woman they've dated, or most women in the dating scene... And this even goes for Christian guys, because again, there are people that are Christians dating and they do what everyone else does in the dating scene. They feel that after a few dates, this is the time you should have sex. That means you like each other. So you must consummate. I believe consummation is for marriage. And I think sex and consummation motivate marriage. And that's one reason why a lot of people, I think, don't even want to get married because they get everything. They get all the benefits before marriage, so why make that commitment? Just, you know, stay where it's safer and it's simpler, right? So, in my opinion, in my mind, once you guys make a connection, and if you show any type of physical flirtiness or a lot of touching or hugging and all of that, then you definitely need to start talking about that as soon as you can. And so that's my rule when it comes to dating is, uh, you know, I have to bring this up. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a long conversation. At the time when I was a younger lady, I did feel shame around it. I felt like everybody else was doing it. I, let's say in my later 20s is when I really feel like I started dating more. I was a very late bloomer and very to myself. So it took some time, it took some effort on my part to really find people that showed interest in me. And I have done online dating as well. And I've been fixed up. So I've had different experiences in different ways. And I had to try different things to put myself out there because I was not able to find anything of value, anything that was coming to me. So I tried to put myself out there more. And I don't regret that. But I do feel that it's the man's move that should be made first. And at times when I tried to put myself out there, it may have been a little bit too premature. It may be too much of me trying to make the first move when in fact the men need to make the first move because they are the leaders of the relationships. But getting back to what I'm saying, you should be able to tell the person that you're interested in this information. Again, not too soon because recently in life, which I did never thought about this as time went by. It's been decades since I've been dating and in these experiences. But this last relationship showed me that men feel pressure, especially when you say I'm waiting for marriage and how they feel that they have to marry you. And it depends on the type of man you're dealing with because some men will just drop you right away. But some men do feel that pressure if they like you and want to be with you. There's a pressure to marry you. And I don't think you should put that pressure on anyone, especially early, too early on in a relationship where you guys don't even know if you're into each other or you like each other at all. So definitely, I think there's a time and a place, but don't wait so long to the point where you guys may find yourself in an intimate situation That neither one of you can get out of, and that goes for males as well. Men can get pinned up in those situations as well. The woman can be coming on to you, and that situation happens as well. So for our our celibate and abstinent males and females, even if you're of Christian faith or not of Christian faith, and you've just chosen that lifestyle, it's something that you should, at some point, be able to say, you know, I'm proud of this. This is my lifestyle. And I'm glad that there's so many groups out now because you can come out right away. You don't have to wait. You don't have to hide it from the public or hide it from the general dating audience because I do feel like it's more of a private conversation. But it's a blessing to have these scenarios and these places. If you're in singles Christian groups, if you're in groups that are for celibacy and abstinence, that I can just step up right away and say, you know, this is the lifestyle I'm living because we're all in that, and this is all what that we do, and we are all proud of our walk and what we're doing. So I think that you shouldn't be in shame. You shouldn't be in hiding. You're saving yourself. You're doing opposite of what the culture is doing, opposite of what the world is doing. You shouldn't have to sit there in shame, and i felt that shame for a long time. And I feared having to tell people, especially once I got past 30, you know, that I'm on this journey especially the people that I was interested in dating cuz that's really the only people I really told it wasn't a conversation that I put out there to the world of course my close family knew but um it was a certain level of shame around it and it was also a fear for me that that person was going to walk away and you shouldn't have that fear and you shouldn't be with a person that is going to give you that fear and if you do have that then that may be a sign that that person is not for you A lot of times I was received positively by the guys I was talking to, but later on it became an issue. Later on they started asking questions, starting to try to find loopholes and other things we could try. So it became an issue later on. At first I felt hopeful in my relationships and then later it became an issue. And this was with some Christian guys and some that said they were Christian, didn't really live the lifestyle. And some that may not be Christian at all Um, I've tried my hand at dating different types of people, though the list is short. I've dated different types. So even in the Christian world, it's a conversation that you need to have. You can't assume just because your partner's Christian, that they take the same stance, that they're also celibate and abstinent. No, you still have to have that conversation with them as well. So when it comes to Tony Gaskins, don't ask, don't tell to a point. In the beginning, don't ask, don't tell. But when you guys both pick up interest on each other, early on in that situation, the conversation needs to be had and you should be able to stand up with pride and give your stance. And if they don't agree, if they don't feel the same, or if they kind of act like they do, but then later they don't, you know you need to walk away. And walk away with your pride intact. Walk away knowing that you held your standards And, you know, sometimes I feel like guys do this thing where, okay, you can hold your standards, but you're not going to hold me. They kind of play with you. They kind of make you feel a little bad and they kind of shame you on some level like, oh, you you can hold your standards. At least you still have that, but you're not going to have me and you're not going to have a man. And that's the feeling that it is in the dating world that if you keep holding this standard, that's all you're going to hold. And you're never going to have a relationship. Sex must be a part of your relationship pre-marriage. And that's just something that I don't believe. I haven't believed for decades. And I'm going to continue on my journey as a single Christian girl, but very grown woman. And I'm going to share my stories with you. And you can share your stories with me. This is open forum. Guys and girls, if you're living that journey, this is the place for you. This is the place for you also to share with others and let people know, you know, people have different dating standards and you have to respect that just because you're used to having sex throughout your relationships. Don't put that standard on me. And I want to put that out there in the world, into the dating world, and to respect people's stances. You don't have to agree. You can respectfully disagree and walk away. Don't play games. Don't try to challenge the person. Don't try to tempt the person because I do... Like Tony said, men are up for that challenge and will try. But respect that person and walk away. Or if you want, you can take that journey with them. It's all up to you, how God leads you, and what's in your heart. So that's my thoughts on don't ask, don't tell. And I'm out. I came out. And you can too. Live your life. Don't let anybody shame you from who you are, who you're supposed to be, who God is has called you to be. Thoughts, questions, email me. Irene at CBizTV at yahoo.com. That's C-B-I-Z-TV at yahoo.com. We're all about faith, love, and trends. God bless.